What's kicking chickens? We're back after a long hiatus. Um, I apologize for We've been nothing. Busy. Yo, I've had so much fun over these last, like, this whole summer has just been a fucking blast. I don't know about you, Good. but I just like, Malcolm and I have been all over the fucking place and it was awesome. Um, culminating, I spent the, uh, the weekend in Block Island and it was just dope as hell, as always. Um, you know, life is, life is good over here. How about you, Jen? Oh, wait, no, I'm you're. I'm kidding, Laura. Yeah. Uh, oh. Thanks for like pushing the dagger a little bit harder with that one. Sorry about, about that, bud. wonderful of a time you've had. So sorry you know, about I'm that, I'm knocking bud. doors and making phone calls like literally 24 seven. Oh, yeah. That's yeah. a rough, that's I, a rough I go hit. to work at a full-time job. I come home and I do a full-time job doing this, but it will all be worth it in the end. It. It sure will, Jen. <laughs> so here's the thing is all of my friends who have retired from the General Assembly this year, every single one of them who has called me to like tell me that they're stepping down to every one of them, I've been like, oh, my God, I'm so happy for you. <laughs> they're all living their best lives now. <laughs> because the state house is a fucking nightmare and it will like suck your soul out of your body like one bill at a time. And you, I just like, I literally, of course, my friends who are running, like, of course I want you to win. You know what I mean? That's what you want. Then that's what I want. But if you lose, I will be so happy for you. I will be so happy for you. <laughs> because this job is horrible. So like, I love you for that. Um, so, you know, this, this, is a very bittersweet episode. I mean, first of all, we got to come back on some of our predictions. We were right on uh, on some levels. We were very wrong on uh, some some other, arguably more important yeah, it's levels. More bitter than sweet, but we've got a couple sweet spots in there. Well, again, just as a reminder to all the people who did not win, uh, you dodged a fucking bullet. Mark primary day as uh, the day in your calendar. We're like, that's every year you just celebrate the fact that you did not end up as a fucking uh, legislator in this godforsaken <laughs> hellhole of a state. Um, <laughs> let's also note that literally this election was decided by 15% of eligible voters. Boo! What the fuck, you guys? Wow. Yeah, come on, guys. This is bullshit. Wow. Drop the fucking ball on that one, didn't we, fam? Holy yeah. shit. Well, I don't want to hear anybody vote, complain. If listen, yeah. If you didn't vote and you listen to this podcast, turn the fucking radio off right now. We're done with you. I don't oh, like my from you. Lord. Anyone else out there that didn't vote, screw you, too. This was bull. This was a bullshit election. Well, and here's the thing that's you know funny, right? Is that like we're we're waiting until the generals are over before we end this podcast, and like God forbid we end on a positive note, you pieces of shit. All right, so let's come up with the list. Let's start with the most obvious and honestly one of the most hurtful. Ah, oh, hooray for another round of Governor Dan McKee. Awesome. Yeah, thanks, so guys. Thanks so for that stoked. one, everybody. That was a great call. Great pick. You did a wonderful job. What were you all thinking? So stoked. So, so very stoked about another round of Dan Dan, the forgettable man. Um, yep. And <clears throat> did you all forget 
his name and you just went in there and thought, hey, there's this rad new person running for governor that I'd never heard of before. And you put the forgettable name, man's name in there because that's all I can think of that happened. I am just, I feel like this is one of those times where egos ruin things for all of us, right? So like, yep. I have on many occasions asked if y'all have time to talk about our dear Lord and Savior, Matt Brown. Um, but in truth, if he and Luis Daniel Munoz had looked at their single digit numbers yep, and were like, you know what, y'all, why don't we, why don't we bail on this round and throw our weight behind anybody else? Who um, could win? It, right. It would have been such a better opportunity. Um, but, you know, you just want to see your name on that ballot and and collect those four or five votes. Um, I feel like their numbers were so low that there must have been members of their family that didn't vote for them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I know you feel guilty laughing because you're still in the co-op, but I was just like, Jesus Christ, that's a fucking number. Um, <laughs> uh, followed, of course, uh, by a similar situation with our new mayor. I can't even. Yeah, don't. It's okay. You don't even have to. Can say you do it, it for me? It Can you do it for me? Yeah, it's, it's Mayor Brett Smiley. Mayor elect Brett Smiley. Oh, man. And. And I know that, that Maura can't really talk about this at all because it's too painful. And this is another one that I was, I was shocked, to be honest. I really didn't think, I really didn't think you'd win. My feelings are hurt. I know. You My feel personally feelings. assaulted by I feel by personally this attacked by this decision. <laughs> I don't feel okay about this. City Hall yeah. is making me feel unsafe. No, yeah, I am just I'm, oh sad no, for Providence. I, I really am, am. I am so bummed out. Um, and here's the thing about both of those races, right? It's like these people won with like 30 fucking percent of the vote because our voting system is garbage and has not been updated in many, many, many moons. Yeah, it's not okay. Not okay at all. This is like such an argument for ranked choice. Like literally nobody wanted either of these guys and we somehow fucking ended up with them anyway because the vote was split too many ways. And so we ended up with these fucking guys. Like I can't, dude. <laughs> I can't. Why is this real life? And like I woke up personally and uh, with the exact same governor, lieutenant governor, senator, representative, and city council person in my district. And I was just like, who is this working for? Who is this working me. for? Like, this is insane to me that everybody's like, this is uh, good enough. Yeah, this is good enough. I got no beef. Yeah, this, this is fine. Fine. What the fuck? Not man? fine. This is not at all fine. This isn't fine for anyone. This did not go well for anyone. And it certainly didn't go well for the people in Rhode Island. Well, I mean, there were a couple of races that uh, that were 
were and are promising. Um, and more importantly, uh, that we got right in our predictions. <laughs> Arguably Excellent. the most important part. I love it when we're right. So Jen Rourke, duh, big yes. duh, um, is, uh, is going on to the general. Um, I, uh, I do have to say pretty much anything else can happen in my life, good or bad. But the moment that I found out she won her primary was probably one of the best feelings I've had in a very long time. It was good to see somebody who's worked really, really hard against just so many obstacles really finally come through. And it made me happy. Seriously. So one piece of happiness. Yes, a ray of sunshine in an otherwise abysmal showing from uh, the <laughs> voters of Rhode Island. Um, Brandon Veos, I had said I would hope that anybody could beat Jimmy McLaughlin. <laughs> that, that was my prediction. I had said I hope to God that a bloated corpse could beat this man in an election. Because, like, I have to believe that the people of Cumberland want more right exactly and thankfully they we were right brandon Vales. i mean go brandon i don't know how hard it was to or how easy it was to beat a bloated corpse but you did a good job seriously and i'm Uh, proud jen stewart took out jean-philippe barros i love that i do jen stewart is fantastic just fantastic and they're all going to be really lucky to have her Absolutely. Um, unfortunately, I was right on the Joe Solomon front. Like, I definitely wanted Zach Prayer to win, but as I had, pre- yeah. as I said, like the Solomon name, like Joe Solomon Jr., just that name alone comes with so much history, like storied Rhode Island tradition that, like, yeah. it, that was such a it fucking just, uphill battle. That. Um, and that's one of those things we've got to find a way to beat the political machine, you know, and, uh, lessons learned. Seriously. Well, we'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that in a minute. Um, uh, you were right about Enrique Sanchez. I was convinced that, uh, Rep Williams was gonna, uh, like terrify enough people into voting for her. Um, just intimidate the shit out of everyone. Just intimidate the shit out of people. vote for me. Um, but, uh, but no, that is not in fact what happened. Uh, Enrique Sanchez won that shit. Yep. I have to say, uh, you know, Enrique knocked every door probably 30 times in his district. I don't think anyone went into that voting booth and they were like, who's this guy? Oh, they knew exactly who he was and, uh, it worked for him. Yeah. We, uh, we were wrong about Charlene Lima. Um, yeah, I'm surprised. She held on to that seat uh, pretty handily. Um, so she, you know, she worked for it, obviously. Yeah, really, really hard. Um, Fiona did, but just didn't quite make it. I was surprised. I was surprised at that one. I, I only because I cannot believe anybody would would meet or know Charlene Lima and think they're the better person. Like I just don't get it. I'll be honest, she is incredibly charming in person and like incredibly funny. And it I is hate that. I, I, I hate know that you answer. do. I know you do. But one of I the hate weird that so much. One of the weird things when you work up there is that you have to kind of turn off the part of your brain that like 
hates everything about the way that a person could like hold their opinions and like conduct themselves in the you know what i mean like because you don't get to pick who other people's representatives and senators are right you just right. have to fucking work with those people so at a certain yeah, point you you, right you can't just be like oh fuck all these people like you want to obviously but like you have to conduct business with these people on a day-to-day -day basis and you can't just like be a dick to them you know what i mean like that's it that's an insanely hostile and unnecessarily mean work environment right like and, it is it's unnecessary and so you, what, if you want to so, go in there and work with people and get anything done you have to go in there and have some bit of civility right and like one of the things that ends up happening up there is that like you can look past the fact that somebody like believes that they should have authority over my fucking uterus and like have a drink together at the end of the day because you turn off the part of your brain that associates those issues with that person like you learn to associate the issues with that person's argument in um and so the the point of the matter being that like Charlene Lima is fucking hilarious. And I know that she has some garbage, horrible views on things. But like when you're in that room and you look past that, she's fucking funny, dude. And like she's I can see her being charming on the doors. I can see that. Yeah. Like, yeah, I ran into that, too. Recently, there's a we have one of those batshit crazy parents united uh school committee people running for school committee here and she's like full right wing like harassing teachers keeps a hit list of people she doesn't like like she seems fucking batshit crazy i met her in person recently she didn't know who i was but i knew who she was and she was so charming and engaging <laughs> and funny and i remember thinking this is really fucking dangerous because she is going to go and charm people at the door without even knowing she's like practically a fucking Nazi and uh, she's going to win. Oh my God. That's the thing about, <laughs> we were, we were talking at lunch today about like the weirdest, you know, like Tinder dates we've all gone on. <clears throat> and I explained how I accidentally dated a flat earther for like several months. <laughs> Several and this months? was like, did you know it first? No, because here's the thing: is like this was pre Donald Trump, okay? And yep. it like uh, not to be a dick, but like when the fuck does that come up in casual conversation, guys? <laughs> right? Not ever. Like, when not are you ever. just like just eating assume. dinner, fucking sucking down some linguine and being like, so what? Uh, what shape do you think the planet is? Like, no, that's not a thing. And then all yeah, of a sudden, you go into every interaction. A Assuming the other person thinks the world is the earth is. <laughs> yes, I yes. mean, that's just what you do. Right. And then all it's of a sudden you wonder about. All of a sudden we're on like date six or date seven, and he says something about like falling off the edge. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, we want that um, back real quick, but like of a mountain, like falling off the edge of a mountain or a cliff that you've just climbed, and he's like, No, like, like if you get too like if you get too far to the edge of the planet, you know, you don't want to like yeah, no. fall off the edge. And I just sat there and like contemplated every decision that had led me to this moment. Like, how would I not know? How would I know? But how could I not no, know? How would you know? You're right. How would you know these things? You don't know these things about people until they let their their bonkers come out, you know? Right. And so like that's the thing about like the levels of crazy is that like sometimes if you can't 
recognize how to interview for it. You know what I mean? Unless this lady's yep. on the doors and every person that answers is like, so uh, what are your thoughts on JFK Jr.? Do you think he's like dead or like or is trying to be president or like, Trump? yeah. So like, what are your, what are your thoughts? What, uh, what shape do you think the planet is just out of curiosity? You know what I mean? Like who's going to do that interview at the doors? Nobody, nobody's no going to do that interview. Not a single person. We're all fucked. And I, I actually hate that we have to do that now. Like we should probably be doing that. Like, Hey, do you hold any really crazy theories? Why don't you tell me about them? Seriously. But I, it's getting really alarming the amount of batshit crazy people that are running for office and winning. Yep. And winning. Keywords here. I don't um, like it. No, nor do I. But yeah, not um, a big fan. But speaking of people not winning, um, Matt Brown. Oh, he was so close. <laughs> more, more. <laughs> he was so close, you guys. I'm, I'm losing it. I'm losing it. Guys, just like, I swear, like four more palm cars and this dude would have had it in the bag. No. Or, you know, like four really good more social media posts and we might have had it, everyone. Yes. Yes. If only he had tweeted just a little bit more. Um, I feel like that's that's what would have done it. We, I can't believe we lost it over a couple of unsent tweets, everybody. Yeah, it was uh, it was bad. It was bad, you guys. And for me, yeah. the part that <laughs> the part that fucked me up was uh, a how many more votes Cynthia Mendes got than Matt Brown. Our girl Cynthia maybe lost her race, but she got more votes than Matt and oh, David yeah. Siegel combined. Yeah. Yeah. And just, I, I just, my immediate thought was like, oh, what if she didn't have a, a yeah. white man just dragging her down? Yeah. I mean, uh, honestly, you wonder, you, I wonder about everything. It's easy to play, you know, what is it? Monday morning quarterback. Yeah. I'm not a sports person, but I'm not a sports <laughs> person. I don't know. Whatever they do after the goals. Exactly. Or the baskets or whatever quarterbacks do. I'm not sure. But, you know, uh, uh, yeah, woulda, coulda, shoulda all around. Yeah, well, and honestly, it's just um, this is one of the reasons why I'm like so fucking bitter. Like one of my friends, I was up way past my bedtime um, <laughs> refreshing the results just over and over and over again. And my friend yep. was like, wow, you're up really late. And I was like, dude, this is my Super Bowl. <laughs> this exactly. Is, this is this my Super what Bowl. what live for. Okay, like this is what I train year round for is to just watch these results roll in and slowly like die a little more inside every election cycle as I realize it'll never get better because people don't give a fuck nobody gives exactly. a fuck and so it'll never get better because people will never give a fuck and it's just this continuous cycle of like nightmarish <laughs> proportions it's fine this I is fine a, this is totally fine co-op uh party we had a party for the primary night and it, finally at one point i'm just like i need to go home <laughs> like this is just i need to go home 
and just went home and looked at numbers all night long and, and exactly died a little bit more inside at what had just fucking happened. I just, it's, uh, <clears throat> I took it really personally. I, the, you know, yeah. one of the many reasons that we have not had a podcast, I was in my morning period, I was wearing all black, I had a fucking veil, I was playing My Heart Will Go On on a loop, like, it was a dark time for me. Um, well, on top of it, too, one of the things, I mean, we do this podcast to reach people and educate them, and of course, that all feels like for nothing at this point, because I know the good people who listen did the right things, but... Like, it's just like screaming into an abyss. It it feels like no matter what you do, you can knock all the doors. You can, you know, get really good engagement on social media. You can make thousands and thousands of phone calls. But Jesus Christ, you just cannot make people do what they have been trained to do since the day they were fucking born, which is just settle. Yep. Yep. It hurts. It absolutely does. Um, And it it reminds me of like my organizing days and um, how hard it is to get people to advocate for themselves um, and to like, to like accept better for themselves and just feeling like you're beating your head against this wall, just being like, help me help you. What the fuck you guys like help me help you. Like I can't do this alone and you're the one who's suffering and I'm trying to help. And we're all suffering together, but we all need to do something about it. You can't just sit there and be apathetic to it. And that is one. Oh, go ahead. We're asking for voting. Like I'm asking you to vote. I'm not asking for like a fucking limb or a finger (laughs) or your firstborn. I'm asking for you to like get up and get your ass to the polls or knock some doors, make some phone calls. If half, and, and I will say like, if I saw half the people who like to do their little Twitter keyboard warrioring over and over and over again incessantly. Uh, If you spent, I don't know, just an hour of that time every day that you fucking put on social media and act like a fucking badass and you know everything, go out and knock some fucking doors for someone. You know, get in touch with a campaign and offer to make some phone calls. Do something good with your time instead of just, I don't know, being contentious on Twitter. Yeah, well, being contentious on Twitter is much easier. Um, and the dopamine hit is just immediate. Well, the revolution is not going to be easy, my friend. So people need to wake up. So um, Jen and I have a group chat with Cynthia Mendes because she is a very dear friend of ours. And after the primaries, she was catching up on like a bunch of old information in the group chat. <laughs> she's just popping We've off. We've got some really good stuff in there, let me tell you. She's just popping off while she's campaigning. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry that I like haven't been around to read these and catch up on these and blah, blah, blah. And I said something along the lines of like, you have spent the last several months trying to make my life better in like, tangible meaningful ways like please do not apologize for not having the time to fucking text me like exactly one of the things that i really want every candidate to to think about is that like win or lose you gave an incredible gift to all of us by like sacrificing your time for free to go around and offer us something better 
Um, right. And to like offer to make our like small piece of the world a better place. And like, yeah, that is dope. And not enough good people do that. So to all the good people who did do that, like. When you think about it, I mean, when you're campaigning, I mean, it is it is full time work and you are separated from your family, your friends, your loved ones. You have no time for like a mental health minute for yourself. It is unrelenting, grueling work. Half the time you're getting yelled at by people. Half the time you have people supporting you. But almost 90% of the time, nobody really shows up to help you. And you are doing an enormous amount of work to help by yourself, to help so many people. And it feels thankless and awful. But it is. It's a gift. And you're doing it because you want to help and you want to make things better. And I really just, I wish people would understand that, you know, when you see somebody who is giving up so much of their life just to try to make a little change for people, (laughs) you should respect that and and be thankful for it. Absolutely. And um, the co-op did not have great numbers this round, but like when I was talking to Blake about the, the, the benefits of the co-op, right? Were that like right back when I first ran there, you know, again, there was one campaign manager <laughs> who like uh, did, for all, everyone. did all of the fucking progressive campaigns. And like, you know, I didn't even know what what papers to file or when the deadlines were or how to find any of that out. And right. The co-op just trained all these fucking people to be campaign managers and field workers and candidates and like that in and of itself is worth the bang for the buck like that's stuff that you would have to pay like you know tens of thousands of dollars for to consulting firms that the co-op does for like a fraction like fuck the mailers and all that stuff like i don't even care about that just the experience that they give because it is so lonely when you are just out there like in the fucking wind, no idea what the fuck you're doing. The co-op puts right. up fucking numbers. And that's a big deal. I don't think people remember that, like, just a few years ago, it was shocking to have an incumbent challenged. It was, like, mm-hmm. newsworthy every time an incumbent was challenged because it fucking barely happened. Right. And, 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 and primaries make for good government. I truly believe that. You know, everybody takes it so fucking personally, but it, it just does. And the thing is, yeah, the co-op had a shitload of losses. And honestly, so what? If all of those people who ran with the co-op had run by themselves, they would have lost their races anyway. And they would have done it by running a poorly run race and not a well-run race. And all of these people had support and friendship and they were taught the right way to do it. And I, I don't see how this is a bad thing. And it gets more people excited to run for office and pay attention to politics. So they lost. Okay. That's not really a terrible thing. They lost, but they gave people a choice. And I, I see value in that. I see a lot of value in that, that people are willing to write off. And it's wrong. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> just that apparatus alone was like a really impressive model um, for trying to like build a team. You know, instead of, you know, we call it the machine for a reason, right? Is because like this establishment shit runs real fucking smooth. Its wheels are incredibly greased up. And 
We oh, all yeah, kind of priming it for a hundred years. Exactly. Exactly. And so like, you can't, you know, use bow and arrows against a machine. You got to like build your own machine and the co-op recruits like a motherfucker. And that is a beautiful thing. There are now dozens more door knockers, canvassers, field workers, campaign staff, uh, campaign managers and candidates. Yep that are competent and can now train their own group of people um, mm-hmm. than I, you know, than I've ever seen since I've been politically active. And like, that's dope as hell. 100%. That is truth right there. Um, we've made huge changes into the way, into the way people view politics and running for office. And that is so valuable to this state and to everybody in it. Absolutely. And it's also valuable to us comedically because it makes for more hilarious resumes for us to read. Exactly. <laughs> hey, it, we need something. We need fodder. Um, this is perfect. So we're going to get down to the three that broke my heart, um, starting yeah. with Dominic fucking Ruggiero. Why? Why? Why is I'm this- not going to give him or anyone who knows him the benefit of me saying, you know, how did this happen? All I'm going to say is Letty was the better candidate. It's a shame that he lost. I, that's, and that's that. That's Yeah, I mean, I don't get it, but like, there's a lot of things that I don't get, you know? Right. Furries. I don't get it. You know, people who wear socks and sandals. I don't, I don't get it. Guys who wear suspenders don't get it. Grown men in bow ties. I don't get it. Guys in red framed glasses. Don't get it. <laughs> that was so fucking specific. <laughs> There's a story about that. I'll tell you that, later. That was air. so fucking specific. Okay, Jen. I feel like that one might be a you thing. <laughs> I think it might too. But it was the first thing that came to my head and I just let it out. All oh right. God. We're going to just pretend oh. that didn't happen. People who sit on the same side of the booth. I don't get oh, it. Oh, that's a big one. But like, hate that one. All of these things, we just, we let people do. You know, I always tell Malcolm, don't yuck, don't yuck somebody's yum. Um, right. So I guess apparently there's like a group of people that like, love having Dominic as their rep, which again is just, I don't get it. Yeah. Mind blowing to me. Don't understand it. Can't wrap my head around it. I don't know how you could possibly meet Lenny and not fall instantly in love with that man and, and think he would make a great leader. Like, I just don't get it. How anybody could meet him and not think he is the far superior human, not even just candidate, but he is like a superior human being i love him i just don't get it but also oh you dodged a bullet lenny <laughs> you dodged you know a how fucking you feel bullet. about this yeah <laughs> i promise you're you very life is better him. when you're not oh, so in that think building. about how good it would have been though without him in there oh i know without god oh for sure but like that will never i don't know Maybe it'll never happen. Maybe we'll always just have mediocre-ass motherfuckers up there just doing the same old shit, giving millions of dollars to their friends, fucking yep. getting drunk at Capitol Grill and pretending that they're important when in reality they're not. Maybe that's just what people want, I guess. I don't know, man. <clears throat> I don't know, man, either. 
The next one that broke my it. fucking heart was my city council race. Jackie Goldman versus Joanne Ryan. Who yeah. the fuck? Who who voted who voted for Joanne? Right. That's another one too. Like Jackie knocked every door. How could anyone meet Jackie and not think they were the greatest human they'd ever met? Full of ideas and energy and optimism and but yet still knowing that there was a lot of work to do. I, I but she had I, Jackie just had a vision even, you know? And again, just people voted for the wrong person. Don't get it. I don't, I don't get it. Like I never one time saw Joanne Ryan in my neighborhood. Never, not one motherfucking time. And I'm on that teacher's schedule, which means I was home all motherfucking summer, all summer. Yep. All summer and every day from three o'clock on. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Yep. Yep. How? Why? I don't, uh, I just don't understand. I don't either. I don't don't. understand. That one fucking crushed me. That was one of the reasons I kept refreshing because I was like, this can't be right. (laughs) This must not be correct because who the fuck would look at the two of them and be like, Yes, Joanne, correct. What? Yes, Are you fucking one. high? Okay, yeah. sure, sure. Another one that makes zero sense. And then uh, this one is the last one because I'm either going to like cry or like rage throw Break this something. microphone against the fucking uh, walls. Uh, Janine Cocken of Warwick. Yep. Was beat by who we love very, very much. Was beat by Mark McKenney. Mark, Mike, Mark, Mark. I think it's Mark. Who the fuck cares? Piece of shit. And I am so, I am so angry. There are not words for how angry I am. This is, as they used to say in the business, she got Maria Saminied. Um, oh. Bringing it back, bringing it back to the fucking old school. Once upon a time, and can we fix it, history, we told you what a Maria Samini was. And that was a representative who got a little mouthy (laughs) with the Speaker of the House, stood her ground, didn't do what she was told. And the next election cycle, he found someone to run against her, maxed out donations to that person, gave him all the volunteers that he needed to knock all the doors that he needed to beat Maria. And so at the state house, if you were going to vote no on something, or if you were getting a little sassy, people would be like, Oh, don't get yourself some <laughs> And so they fucking straight up Maria Samini, Janine Cocken. Yep. They did ev- They endorsed her opponent and again, remember, she was the incumbent Democratic senator. They endorsed yep. her opponent. They maxed out donations. They knocked all the doors for him. The Speaker of the House endorsed him. Like, yep. everybody and their mother was just helping this fucking mediocre asshole win Janine's seat. Because, and it's a- God forbid, Go on. a woman have an opinion that's different from yours. Yep. Or support people that are running against your friends or just sit there and try to do the right thing or, you know, 
still try to work when recovering from an amputation. This woman literally still won first place in Rye Rank. First place. Fucking spent half of the fucking session in the hospital unconscious and fucking zoomed in like the badass that she is. Yeah, literally woke up and said, what's going on in the Senate and what do I need to vote on? Goddamn lunatic. This woman like eats, breathes, and sleeps politics and you would rather have fucking Mark. Okay, gang. politics, but people. Like she, she... Eats, breathes, and sleeps community. Oh, she's an impeccable and that's a human whole being. Fucking lot different than just politics. She's an impeccable human being, and it's exactly. just devastating to me that that this is this is how she is repaid for her sacrifices. Like, cool, super cool, totally um, not devastating and disheartening at all. Not a big deal. Yep. Um, Absolutely yeah. disgusting disgusting to take out your own incumbent Democrat senator who is the embodiment of the Democrat values that you're supposed to have from the platform that some of the others do not follow. She is truly, you're right, an impeccable human. And to put that much power behind taking her out was disgusting and appalling. And they should all be ashamed of themselves. You know, I feel like they wouldn't do it if it didn't work so fucking often. <laughs> yeah. They've done it to so many of us. They did it to me twice. Twice, yeah. motherfucker. Exactly. Um, got me on that second I mean, one. This is nothing new. Right. It's just, and 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 therefore, what incentive do they have to stop behaving this way? They don't. They just straight up don't. And that's, like, yeah. devastating. Um. So... You know, this this whole podcast started with the question, can we fix it? And Mm -hmm. I think after, you know, two years of reporting on the various nonsense at the Statehouse, um, we can officially say, um, no, it's fucked. No, it's fucked. (laughs) Exactly. Can we fix it? No, no, it's fucked. No. Can we try? We're going to keep trying. Not going to stop, but fuck. Thank God this is just audio because if you saw the way my face just fell when you said we're going to keep trying, I was just like, oh, no. God oh, damn it. Exhausted. <laughs> and it reminded me of, do you remember earlier in the summer we were at, uh, we were at the 4th of July party and we mm. met those two old best friends who had oh, been God. like protesting for like NARAL and uh, Planned Parenthood since they were like in their early 20s. And they like showed us a picture of them like, you know, fucking 30, 40 years ago or whatever. And you and I just looked at each other where we're like, oh, fuck. Oh, God damn it. That's going to be us. Like, we're never we going to be done. Yep. And like, then this election happened and I'm just like, I just like, I can't tell you how many, first of all, how many people reached out to me before the election and were like, who do I vote for? Oh my <laughs> God. That. So many people asked me for a list of who to vote for. Love that. <laughs> um, and, uh, and my favorite was the person who was just like, oh, cause you know, all the people in all the races that you're voting on. And I was like, no, but like, I literally do. 
Yeah, like I actually know. <gasps> no, like I, I like I literally <laughs> do though. Like I could name you every candidate in every race that yeah. I have to vote on across the whole state. Like Jesus Christ, guy, come on, try a little. <sighs> Um, yeah, you know when you have problems when you know like school committee candidates in a town that's fifty miles away from yours, and you you actually support some and know them well. I mean, yeah. See, and I'm the opposite, right? They're like, "Who do I vote for for city council?" I'm like, "Yo, that's a you problem. I don't fucking know what the Bristol city council scene looks like. Fucking figure it out." <laughs> I don't know what oh, to tell to you. Me, I do. I love the local level politics. Um, like, sorry, I can't spoon feed this one to you, gang. Uh, but so there was that, and then the the like, you vice versa. Like the same amount of people who the next day just sent me like condolences text messages. <laughs> <laughs> just like oh my god buddy i'm so sorry you must be really feeling it today i was like i'm not having you <laughs> like <laughs> i'm not having a good day thank you very much i'm not and again like i said earlier i took it really personally because like my cohort and i the people who got elected in the same year as i did uh janine marcia uh and then two years after like liana uh you know terry court friend all of us like we built a thing that yeah. was like really cool and like mad women were running for office and we were like, this is dope as hell. And then they fucking broke it. <laughs> yep. And then they, they, uh, they, they broke my shit. They broke my friends. <laughs> they, they broke like my toy was perfect. And now it's shattered. Yeah. And I literally feel like a toddler, but just like, guys, that was so hard to build. You dicks. Yep. How did you ruin it? Uh, because again, good people can't survive up there. Good That's people, it like it'll just fucking rot you from the inside out. Because if you're a bad person, it's so easy to just go home and be like, oh, well, the bill didn't pass. Good night, everybody. <sighs> like, yeah. And if when, you're a good person, you go home and you lay in bed and you torture yourself all night long. Literally. Like, oh my God, I barely slept. I looked a hundred years old. Like, <laughs> it's just. It's it's not the, what it's designed for versus what it does is like such vastly different things Um, to the point where it makes me feel like maybe, maybe it was designed for this. Right. Like I thought that the legislature was designed to like improve the lives of the people who pay the taxes and like give the taxes to the legislators with the understanding that they're going to use that to take care of us. Like that's what my tax right. dollars are fucking supposed to do. I'm starting to get the impression that this whole thing is just built so that like 75 people on the house side and 30, what 32 people on the Senate side can like 38, mm. excuse me. Can like, 38, come yeah. And like play dress up. For like two hours, three days a week, <laughs> and just like finish early, get sauced at fundraisers, and then like rinse and repeat the next day. Like I don't think this Ugh. thing was actually built to help taxpayers. I think this thing was literally built so that like a hundred and something people could just like dick around in the afternoon, just be like, "Sorry, babe, can't help with the kids. Got to uh, gotta go make laws and shit." <laughs> Oh, super busy, super busy making laws right now. Just like fucking drinking in the basement, playing poker. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm starting to now understand 
They're like, no, the system is not broken. The system is doing exactly what it was designed to do, which is this. Social club. Solely, like, red solo cups on the fucking, like, statehouse floor and, like, a bunch of fucking mediocre assholes just, like, Capitol Grill tonight, shall we? <laughs> Don't mind if I do. <laughs> like, <laughs> ugh, you picked this, guys. You pick, I didn't pick this. I want to be very clear. I went out. I vote in every fucking election. I vote for goddamn school committee. I vote in special elections. I am a super vote. I vote every everywhere. I vote everywhere all the time. Wait, no, that sounds no. Don't don't cut that part out and then show Trump and then get me like murdered. Right. I vote, exactly. I vote no, one no, time, no. but every time I'm allowed. Anytime they're like, "Hey, you want to vote?" I'm like, "Let's fucking do it." excellent um so i just want to be clear this is this one is not on me jen and i know this is not yeah. on you either i uh i refuse to take responsibility i do my part yeah this is on you know the hundreds of thousands of rhode islanders that were just like Meh, not today i'm i don't feel like it today I'm training busy. i'm good <laughs> i'm tired i had a rough night last night Eat. i'm not gonna stop it you know and vote on my way home that takes approximately three minutes beginning to end i'm just gonna go right home Sorry, everyone. Fuck democracy. Bye. I'm out. Eat yeah. my Stop doing that, shorts. Eat my shorts. That's you all. Everybody always thinks someone else is going to step in and fix it when they drop the ball. But no, this is you, like the bystander effect. Do that when everybody thinks that nothing that gets done. It doesn't work for anyone. It doesn't get done. Mm. Well, we still have a general election to get to. I'm sure that there's more disappointment for me to have. There's, oh, there's a absolutely. Russian, there's a Russian. Hey, joke. we could have Ashley Callis for governor come uh, oh, after God. general election time. Oh God, don't please don't. Um, I mean, it's a possibility. We could have Alan Fung as our CD2 candidate. Oh God, we no. really should talk next week about how our candidates need to up their game right now. Oh, good God. Oh, good God. See, like I just said, like, there's always hope for me to be more disappointed. There's a Russian joke that says, like, we thought we had hit rock bottom until we heard a knock from below. <laughs> and, like, <laughs> that is how I feel. That's where we're at right now, folks. After the primaries going into the general, just like, I eat, but I, but I know there's a knock coming from below. You know what I mean? And, 100%. like, I, I don't know what's worse. I don't know if it's worse to, like, be like, oh, surely this is the worst I will feel. Or to be like, I know this isn't the worst I will feel. Like, fuck. Yep. <sighs> I am. I know it's only going to get worse. But we shall watch and wait. All right, friends. Go register to vote. Go knock doors. Go call for a fucking candidate. Please go be a good neighbor and wash your hands, you weirdos. People stop washing their hands. And it's really starting. Yeah, don't stop doing that. That was a good thing. That was a good habit to keep that one up. 